0: Association 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 Association
1: That was such uber ponage. Hello, fellow nerds from the studios of WBNS Radio in Columbus. This is the Nerd Association podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Barnett.
2: And I'm your other host, Mark Finch.
1: Today on Nerd Association, we are welcoming a very special guest, uh, my wife and doctor of psychiatry, Laura Barnett.
0: Hello. I'm offering no medical advice today. Yeah, no,
1: we're not. No. <laughs> That's not the thing that we're talking about Uh but when we started, when you and I started talking about this episode over the weekend, you were like, oh, man, I could get in on that. And so, uh, but Mark was the one that had the original idea. So, Mark, what are we talking about today?
2: Well, Daniel, Laura, what do you think of when I say, this is a long one, stick with me here, okay. Eurovision Song Contest, The Story of Fire Saga?
0: I think, uh, sign me up.
1: <laughs> well, I think of uh, the new Netflix movie with Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams that I was very reluctant to watch. Uh, this this is let's go ahead and introduce the controversy of this early on. Um, I've never found Will Ferrell to be very funny, <laughs> and so when you suggested this topic, I thought, I okay, I'll watch it because we're gonna do the show about it. Yeah. But uh, when it came up that that Laura really wanted to watch this movie, I thought, well, maybe the two of you can dive deep into it. Talk about what you liked, what you didn't like. But maybe, finally, you can convince me of why Will Ferrell is funny. Because so far, and I've watched some Will Ferrell stuff, so far, I just don't get it. I know a lot of people do. I'm sure I'm the outlier.
2: Are there any Will Ferrell properties that you've enjoyed?
1: The only the only thing that I have ever thought that was funny that was Will Ferrell was the Cowbell sketch. <laughs> the, the Blue Oyster mm-hmm. cult sketch. Honestly, though, like kind of everything else, I'm just like especially the movies i do not get the movies people think i should love anchorman yeah i i can't get through it or i've i mean i can't i can't get through it and enjoy it for sure i've tried to watch it i think three or four times because people keep insisting that it is it is funny but anyway so let's talk about eurovision yes for those who are not yet initiated uh, can you tell us about about the movie, but maybe even like a little bit about the contest? Because I think that's important too for under- people to understand that there is like a historical background.
2: Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know much about Eurovision, and actually, one of the reasons I knew anything about it before this movie was because I took like it was like history of Israel or something. I I can't remember. It was a cl- it was it was a class I took in college, mm-hmm. and we had to do. um a project on like certain cultural things. And I just like randomly got Eurovision and I'm looking into it and I'm like, wait, what is this? It's because it's huge. Sure. More people watch it than the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, well, because it's this huge international song constant with all of Europe and then a lot of the sort of Mediterranean countries. Right. Yeah. And maybe more than that. I have, I won't say that I know a ton about it, but
2: yeah, I don't know all the participants. participants, but yeah it's a song contest and each country sends every year just somebody that they think has the best song they they go into this a little bit in the movie i've i've heard that the movie doesn't quite get all those details right i think you know just for narrative purposes just easier to understand but basically countries hold a a contest kind of like you know like an american idol where you just vote Mm -hmm. and, and the top vote getter goes to the eurovision song contest and then they all perform their songs again and then the whole all those countries vote on those ones and
1: then the winner gets some sort of, like a song contract or is it just a prestige thing like, like you just, just, just are pres- it's
0: prestige and and correct me if i'm wrong but according to the movie the winning country hosts mm-hmm. the like the next. major contest the next year got
2: yeah. it so it is also like a tourist dollar thing yeah
0: right it's like
2: it, a yeah it's a big event like a like an olympics but i mean a little yeah, smaller but like, like half that. a
0: million people come yeah. to watch it live
2: yeah so I, I
1: i mean i know at least a little bit that that is a thing and that it's like been going on for 50 some years i mean it's like a thing that started in the 60s I
0: about I men- 60 years yeah, i think they mentioned 60 okay. some yeah. years in
2: the movie um
0: Because Iceland's never won. Yeah.
2: And then Abba's one of the most famous winners.
0: Mm -hmm. I believe Celine
2: Dion was a winner, actually. Oh. Um, So that's who, at the beginning of this movie, that's Abba's performing. Right. And that's when Lars and Sigrid realize they love music and the Eurovision Song Contest. So, okay. So Lars
1: and Sigrid are
2: presumably
1: Will Ferrell and and Rachel McAdams. Yes. Okay. And so take me on this journey.
2: So, like I said, yeah, it starts in 1970-something, mm-hmm. whenever that, that year that ABBA was in it, and they're performing their song. And Lars comes running over to the TV and starts dancing, and they all like are like, oh, look at the little kid. He's just dancing. And then <laughs> Sigrid starts dancing, and they're like, she can't even talk, but she can
0: She's she like can a dance. mute by choice. Yeah,
2: I don't know why. They don't do it. But a she's ton. like
0: five or six. Yeah. Like, shouldn't be mute.
2: And then they don't really do a ton of that. It's just like a little thing they throw in there. I guess yeah. Lars... Helps her find her voice by introducing her to music. I don't know. But then Lars, the child, turns around. He's like, you guys shut up. I'm going to win the Eurovision Song Contest someday. And he yells at him and he yells at his dad, who's played by Pierce Brosnan. And then we cut to probably the funniest bit of the movie, the the Volcano Man it was music th- video. Yeah,
0: that was up there for me.
2: So they they they're performing the song and they look like they're... They're very established and they've got great costumes and they're on location on like an iceberg, you know, stuff like that. And they're singing the song called Volcano Man. And then it cuts at the end to them in like the shed of Pierce Brosnan's house.
0: The power goes out. Yeah. He comes out there and like shames Lars for not knowing how electricity works. <laughs> and
1: and I'm, so Lars and the Secret of Brother and Sister...
0: No, well, and that's funny you say that, because everyone says that as they go up to and, like, introduce themselves in the movie, like, oh, are you brother and sister? And Sigrid's always like, no, and then Lars goes, what does he say? Like, I don't think so. Yeah,
2: I, I don't think we're brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. And then it's funny, I think uh, it's Lars Eric's song is Will Farrell's character's name, and then Sigrid's name is, like, Sigrid Eric's daughter,
0: <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so they think
2: like they, and there's a running joke because pierce brosnan's so handsome mm-hmm. that he's like the father to half the children in, <laughs> in the their town. Village, yeah. because he's just like a
1: player and is just well and it's iceland where like it's a fairly small population mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there is a lot of like close relations you're you kind of are related to everyone in iceland <laughs> yeah. a little bit because it's like been an enclosed population yeah. for so yeah. long yeah. that's very
2: funny so, yeah, he shames them and everything, and that's your introduction to their music. They reference Double Trouble, which is their other big song. That's yeah. their contest entrance song.
1: Now, one of the things, you know, after after Laura watched the movie is, like, there's a lot of catchy music. Very. Some of it kind of ridiculous. Yeah.
2: Like, for Yeah, ince- yeah,
0: ding dong. <laughs> yeah,
2: play, yeah, yeah, ding dong. <laughs> play it. There's a... So, yeah, then the next day... We learn that Lars is like a parking attendant. That's like his day job. And the, the way they dress, they dress they dress like they're like teenagers in Los Angeles or something yep. like that. Like really colorful hoodies, like street clothes, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of look. And so like that's obviously super out of place. Uh, and then, yeah, that evening they play at the local pub and they always want to hear Yaya yeah, yeah, Ding Dong. There's that one character who it will never be enough he needs to hear it again his
0: name is olaf and he's a very angry icelandic man and the only thing that brings him joy is this song <laughs> Yaya yeah, yeah, ding dong
2: and, oh and they run into him when he, he gives him a parking ticket and he's like right. i'm not paying this parking
0: ticket but i'll be there tonight at the party because there's nothing else to do in this town <laughs> yeah
1: and that's like that one hit that every band has, like, or a lot of bands have that becomes the song everyone wants that they definitely don't want to perform. Yeah. They'd rather do the thing off
2: their. I don't mid- know if it's even supposed to be their song or if it's just supposed to be a like song. a local. It's like a beer song, kind of It has like a German beer song. Theme it, yeah,
0: right. but it's like about it's, getting an erection. It, so <laughs> yeah, the,
2: the second time I heard it, I was like,
0: "What is this song
2: actually about?" Because yeah. I think she says, "I want to spill my love on you all day."
0: Uh huh. <laughs> And then they
2: they go, yeah, yeah, ding dong. My love for you is growing wide and long. (laughs) So there's
0: a reference to the Milky Way in there. I mean, there's (laughs) read into it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. So then
1: they they find their way to this song contest. Mm -hmm. They're called Fire Saga. Yes. 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 That's the name of the band. Because my question was, well, what's like tell me about the song Fire Saga, but it's not the song. It's It's not. it's, It's
0: their band name.
1: And it's worth noting that, like, with Iceland. Like, they have the sagas, that's the name of their, like, folklore. And there's right. a, and in Iceland, a lot of the history and folklore are sort of interwoven. It's kind of hard to see what the lines are. Well,
2: but, they get into that. in this, they, sh-
1: Okay. Sigrid believes in the elves. Yeah. which Deeply. Is, yeah. That's yes. a big thing in Iceland. It's worth noting, so Laura and I went to Iceland a couple of years ago and, like, learned a lot about the lore. And mm-hmm. so how much did you feel like that informed your viewing?
0: I mean, it made me want to watch the movie more because it looked like they filmed some in iceland and mm-hmm. it's a absolutely beautiful country um but i had some background like i knew that you know some of the population still believes in elves
1: mm-hmm. they like built sometimes change the paths
2: of roads because
0: they're afraid right. they're going to
1: build
2: over like elf colonies yeah. so yeah in their town there's a little elf a little elf like i don't know it's like a grouping of these three little houses and secret yeah. brings little things of whiskey and crackers and bread and stuff and asks them <laughs> like to, elf
0: townhomes yeah
2: to like help her out uh the funny thing about it being so beautiful and it is like their location shots for sure but like they don't care about it at all there's that scene <laughs> where they're giving out the parking tickets and they're like our town's just so boring and they look out onto the water and two whales in unison <laughs> <laughs> like do like a little yeah, yeah. breach and yeah and, and then they're just like eh. so the song contest, how they get there, because they're not a they're not a respected band. No, they're just local people who have these delusions of grandeur that they could one day make it and win the Eurovision song contest.
0: Right.
2: So Iceland has a really good contestant this year, so they don't really care mm-hmm. about who the other ones are. They're like, oh, we need one more, and they end up just pulling Fire Saga's uh, tape out of a you know out of a basket right. that has all the entrants for Iceland and the the one they're putting all their their money into they think can really win is actually played by demi lovato well i was
1: i was gonna ask like with a will ferrell movie there's almost always pretty good celebrity cameos yeah and okay so demi lovato
2: yeah so she's katiana Mm -hmm. and her song looking in the mirror or whatever she's got her hand up and she's looking clearly polished pop star very very good yeah yeah Um, but so then they get chosen, Lars freaks out when he gets the news, he runs to the town square and starts ringing the like bell and then he gets arrested because it's only for emergency. The emergency (laughs) bell. And he's like, well, it was a pretty big emergency for me. So then they get to go to the Iceland contest, the smaller country one, and it goes horribly.
0: Just a disaster. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of what you would think of when you think of any Will Ferrell movie, like... I just, I think that scene threw me back to um, when he was the frat boy, and I'm blanking old on in old school, school yeah. and just was like fumbling around naked. Just, I mean, he wasn't naked, but I mean, it just was a disaster. Yeah,
2: they go, he goes to check on their lighting a minute before they're supposed to be yeah. on stage, and they're like, We're, you're, you're, "You have to be on stage yeah. right after this song." And he's like, "Oh," and he can't get down there. He so then he ends up like jumping over the crowd and like crawling over people essentially to get on stage and he's still late and poor secret's just out there trying to sing carry herself, them you know? yeah <laughs>
0: um, and then they get hooked into like suspension wires with these giant angel wings like a c version of victoria's secret like fashion show yeah. Yeah. and then of course one of the lines snaps and they both fall and meanwhile their hometown is yeah. that everyone in the pub is watching including will ferrell's dad but played by pierce brosnan who's like everyone you know points out to lars how ashamed his father is of him mm-hmm. and so eric doesn't need his that's his dad's name right i think so yeah well, because
2: if D- he's eric's son and eric oh yeah, duh. yeah
0: um he doesn't even want to watch he's like so ashamed
2: one little callback when they're when he's giving out the parking ticket, uh secrets from oh, like, yeah. your father doesn't, he doesn't really not respect him. He doesn't mean that. And then my favorite line from that, he goes, and you might think that I am drunk, but I am dead sober. He tells her that's what his dad said. Because she's like trying to offer like, well, maybe he was drunk or something. And he's,
0: he's so- like, no. And then my father told me, <laughs> you might think I'm drunk, but I am dead sober.
2: So she, it's clear that he really doesn't like the path his son has taken. And then he's super embarrassed. Yeah, pub and he not surprising me he's Pierce Brosnan but a nice little bit of acting he's got like the quivering lip and everything yeah the place is just silent so
0: He's like an old Icelandic fisherman who mm-hmm. that's his trade. Like he yeah. has a fishing boat and he's like a rough and tumble with a big beard. And, yeah. So he you thinks know, his thing. son
2: very not manly. Right. Right.
0: Who's got like, you know, this like long, long hair. blonde hair, no beard. Very glamorous.
2: I think it's part of the joke that like Rachel McAdams is like 10 years younger than Will Ferrell, at least, I think. And yeah. like, I think he's supposed to like in his 30s but will ferrell's like 50 yeah and that's just part of it like he just looks so ridiculous throughout yeah. the whole movie because he's trying to dress like he's a rock star and so it goes terrible terrible um and then he's so upset that he, they don't even go on the boat party that he was oh, so yeah. excited for there's a
0: there was a boat party offered to all of the contestants after the show
2: so then they're they're sitting there he's crying and Sigurd comes to check on him and she goes lars and he goes hi i'm lars (laughs) because he can't see her because he's he's trying to see her through tears and then they so they're having a comforting moment and he's like oh you didn't get to go to the boat party and this is when if you're paying close enough attention they make it super obvious what's about to happen it clicks for you because he's like every other contestant is out on that boat right there yeah they're sitting like at the lighthouse
0: (laughs) pointing to the boat We're the
2: only contestants that are not on the boat right out there And the boat explodes. Yeah, boom. Yeah. Massive,
0: <laughs> and then like shrapnel starts flying at them. An arm hits them. I mean, oh no, it was, Katiana. Yeah, it, and then so Katiana won. Surprise! But but
2: gets blown up on a boat party.
0: Gets blown up on the boat party. Mm-hmm. So now they're the only contestants left.
2: And then they they go back to that like boardroom of people who there's a character there who d- is happy about this because he didn't wa- he doesn't want Iceland to win because he doesn't think that they you're can the
0: banker. Yeah, yeah. that
2: they can financially support the Eurovision gotcha. contest. he thinks it would bankrupt which is a problem with the Olympics and stuff so, sure. I mean, it's a real concern um, and so then they're all bad mouthing them, and they're like but they're so so bad and then the frame goes wider and they're just standing there <laughs>
0: in the room they're like but we get to go they're still like this like childlike glee yeah
2: they don't care that they've just been insulted they get, they get to go and it's in Ireland and so
0: Scotland right or, or is it Scotland yeah cause uh, Edinburgh
2: which is Scotland. Right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then they get pushed through as the winners for Iceland, and they head off to Scotland where they're having the Eurovision Song Contest this year, and they love it. <laughs> they Like I said, Lars tries to dress like a rock star, so any chance he gets to act like the big... Famous guy. They love it. They're sitting at like a little cafe and they're like, we're in the Eurovision Song Contest, just hoping. We're in a band,
0: Fire Saga. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, then they go out partying and there's the running gag where Rachel McAdams always takes two drinks. Oh yeah! She, I don't, it's just a random gag. They put every time somebody like comes like, oh, I bought you a drink. And she goes, oh, both for me. And she takes both.
0: <laughs> like it starts in the beginning where she shows up when Will Ferrell's dispensing parking tickets and she has two cups of coffee. and You think she's like bringing him a yeah. cup of coffee. And he's like, oh, coffee. She's like, yeah, both for me. <laughs> I thought she was joking, but she clearly yeah. wasn't.
2: Um, so they're enjoying themselves. They're having a great time. But there is still business to be done so they have to go and practice right and iceland has paid for like an advanced choreographer and stuff to like really zhuzh <laughs> up their performance they have a uh, j-bong is their like oh, new dj yeah. he says it's fresh because they he like changes up the the, the background gotcha. music for him so it's like a little more
0: techno Eurovision yeah. vibe
2: and she doesn't like it their practice there's like three practice sessions and none of them go well
0: no terrible
2: yeah, well, I, it's funny you said that, because I popped down while you were l-
1: watching, and I, the what I did hear of the movie was, I think, during the, like, big contest, and I was like, boy, if those aren't real Eurovision songs, they've done a good job, like, getting the European techno-pop vibe. Like, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know, maybe those were real performers, but uh, I just thought, when you say, like, techno-popping it up, making it sound more Eurovision, I was like, oh, yeah, that is definitely
2: that I, sound. I think other maybe not twenty first century Viking, which is in the Iceland one that one's kind of yeah. seems like it's just a joke though, but I like, think
0: the other ones were real contestants yeah, the only
2: other so the only other ones that are like clearly actors are Alexander's from Russia, right, and he's played by I can't remember his name right now, but he's, he's a
0: famous British actor, yeah,
2: he was beast in the live action Beauty and the Beast, oh. Yeah. Nick
0: something? Yeah. yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah.
2: Jen knows his name. So if she was here, she could (laughs) probably be yelling at us. Uh, And then the uh, the lady who's representing Greece, I think she's an actress. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But other than that, it seems like everybody they have performed, especially at the big Eurovision contest, is just people who have been around it and.
1: Well, I I wonder because of course they didn't have Eurovision this year because of stuff with COVID. I'm oh, wondering if maybe yeah. they like got some of the top people yeah. to come in and do some of their performances to give them a you know to give them a way to perform their songs. I don't know. I'm making that up. I don't <laughs> know if that's true, but it seems like it could make sense. I mean,
0: they were not social distancing when filming. I can tell you that much.
2: Oh, well, maybe then it's just coincidental that it worked out that way. So then, Alexander uh, takes a liking to Seagrid.
0: The the Russian, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Dan Stevens is what the do they? Of the actor. Oh, there
0: we go. What do they call him? Like Will Ferrell called him, like he's just a sex man. Oh,
2: <laughs> he's a sex player. He's a I sex player. Down.
0: He's just a sex player. It's just the phrasing that's very funny. Yeah.
2: The uh, so he invites them to. He's a billionaire, or something, or from a family. He's like royalty, yeah. kind of something so he's got a house there in scotland Mm -hmm. he invites them to this big party yeah Yeah, i mean it's like a it's like a castle yeah (laughs) um so they come and then this is my favorite part of the movie when they're at this yeah and uh the girl from greece uh kind of takes lars off and then alex takes secret off and then all of a sudden people just start clapping and the girl from greece is uh saying like oh it's a song along and she's like you ever been to a song along lars and he's like no (laughs) Yeah. So, so then it starts. They start with shares believe, and mm-hmm. it's like people just pick up. You know, it's like popcorn singing. Yeah, yeah. another person just goes, "It's shares believe." Abba's Waterloo.
0: Mm-hmm. The
2: Black Eyed Peas. Tonight's going to be a good night.
0: Is there a pink song in there? There might be. I just listened to this, but I already forget. <laughs>
2: but yeah, so they kind of go, and it's all like kind of, it's like a mashup, but they're doing it right. live. Right. And the the coolest part about this is they're using famous Eurovision contestants right. to do all this. So other than Alex, played by Dan Stevens, and Rachel McAdams, and a little bit of Lars, Will Ferrell kind of really takes a back he seat during this. He only sings like backup type But things. interestingly
0: enough, Will Ferrell's the only actor in this movie who sang all of his own songs, yeah. which I thought was fascinating.
2: The, he has a musical talent, but yeah, not to the level of the singer. No, he's
0: not Eurovision material. <laughs> you know. No offense, dude. I mean, yeah.
2: but he's got a good enough voice to play like a comedy yeah. singer. Yeah, yeah for right? sure. And then the funniest part, I think, of it is it, it, the real singers are just performing, you know, doing mm-hmm. their how they would perform. And they, they all they're on all their big elaborate costumes and they look great. But then Alex, the Russian, has this voice <laughs> that is just like. They they clearly did something to it in post because it's uh-huh. like so many octaves lower than the, you "come mama" and it's like I mean he just sings so accurate deep. and so that's the funniest part of it. But the other s- singers are great and it's just a lot of fun to they go around that house and they just have them all sing little bits of the song.
0: Yeah. I think an important point that we skipped over, so a callback, as you guys call it, um, is that Secret is in love with Lars. Mm -hmm. So before, or like right when they got to Scotland, they almost kissed, but then Lars was like, no, we can't, it'll ruin the music. Think of all the great bands before us. And like, we're listing all these bands, like Seaman and Garfunkel. (laughs) (laughs) They kept saying Seaman and Garfunkel, which was very funny. But um, Plus you
2: might be my sister.
0: Plus, Yeah, plus you might be my sister. So that's their excuse. But you can see that he has feelings for her. Mm-hmm. So they go to this party and then, you know, sex player Alex takes Sigurd off. And then I forget Mika, I think is her is name from her Greece, name? Okay. takes uh, Lars away. And so it's kind of the, their separation in mm-hmm. terms of their romantic interests, which was new for both of them. Because yeah. it sounds like in their town, it was just always the two of them pounding around together.
2: So Lars actually goes back to his hotel. Yeah. And Mika comes to his room to
0: seduce do sex player
2: things seduce um,
0: seduce
2: and alex and Sigrid go out clubbing and he buys them each a drink and she goes both for me takes both and takes two <laughs> shots yeah, two shots so then she's like now it's the next morning she's like passed out and her hair is braided She wakes up
0: next to him at his mansion. And
2: he's just, he's just, like, up, like.
0: Watching her in a mirror. It's weird. she's
2: like, (laughs) my my hair is braided. And she's like, how long did this take you? Because it's really well done. And he goes, no, nothing, like six hours.
0: I find it very relaxing. So he, like, stayed up all night braiding her hair while she slept.
2: Wow, how romantic. Mm -hmm. Why (laughs) don't you
0: do that for me?
2: (laughs) Uh, Because I'm not a romantic like Alex. Then he says he's a gentleman and he didn't do anything to take yeah. advantage of her though besides braiding her hair. I don't know if, if she felt violated by that. Yeah. But other than that he was... It, that That's one weird part of the movie is I don't think they do a great job of setting up like him as an antagonist. I couldn't get the vibe like are they friends? Like is he... Yeah. And then there's like kind of a little subplot where he might actually be like a closeted gay man and he just can't.
0: That's the vibe I got at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Where I think he was just trying to get her and then that morning he kind of offered her like leave lars like you need to follow sing from your heart and we can sign a contract together and i can give you whatever you want i can give you a mansion a tiger Uh, like listed this list of ridiculous rich people things he later
2: lists it for lars too uh the funniest one a wi-fi in every room (laughs) and he's like you're right i can't offer her those yes
0: but yeah so she kind of leaves and is contemplating oh you know whatever wants to go back to lars in their hotel Mm -hmm. room and she goes back and finds mika in bed with lars and is just heartbroken yeah
2: and it's it's also funny because they look are they twin beds maybe they're fulls but it does not look like will ferrell sharing a bed with anybody he's a big guy he's a
0: very big guy
2: (laughs) but but yeah so she just pulls the cover up and she's there and even though nothing happened which she Mika later admits to. right. She does play it up at that moment, like something did for right. sure.
0: like sex play went down.
2: <laughs> yes. So then Sigrid's mad. She runs off, but they still go to practice. They get into a huge fight. He's designed this elaborate oh dress God. for her that's just terrible. It just looks like a bunch of ruffled curtains stitched together. Yep.
0: Just layers and layers, and Seager gets really mad and starts ripping the layers of the costume off.
2: Yeah. So, and then they don't even end up practicing no. that day. They just, oh, they. She's like, "You're just gonna go around having sex with everyone," and Lars is like, "I'll have sex with everyone." Oh, that guy! And he just he just goes around the room like saying he's gonna have sex with anybody in the room. Just to man, get woman, back at her. everyone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Except for the one girl, she's out. The. <laughs> Not her. <laughs> no, well, she were, says no. she was no. flicking oh, him off. Yeah. yeah,
0: he was like, "And you?" And then she's just flicking him off. Okay, she's
2: out. Yeah, their relationship is on the rocks. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not. It's not going well. They they don't really apologize to each other until right before they finally perform. There's like a just scenes of like them kind of yeah. off together. And they he, got
0: separate hotel rooms. Yeah,
2: and he goes to apologize, presumably, but stops and hears her writing a new original song. And he gets upset because he thinks it's for Alex.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a love song.
2: Yeah, you know, th- there's the there's the personal conflict sure. of the movie, and then but they they still want to be a part of the contest, so they go to perform. There, mm-hmm. it's the semifinals. Which this is what I don't really understand about the. I'm like, so there you cut people out, and then you vote again. It yeah. just seemed odd to me. But and I I know there's something that's what I've read is that like the voting system doesn't really work that way. There's not really voting in the semifinal stages. Oh, okay. Um, well,
1: they're probably modeling it after American Idol. Yeah. And, like where,
2: you know, from week to week you vote for different people. And right. Things.
1: But of course in a larger scale competition, that's like held.
2: Yeah. And you're only performing one song. You only right. have, you, you, the song you make it to the contest with is your song. The only song you can right. perform. Yeah. So Lars uh, does apologize there. Yeah. He says, we've gone back to the original music for her.
0: Not the Tiesto DJ remix. Yeah, and
2: she's got a huge scarf on, but the dress looks much better than right. the ruffled mess that he had her in previously. But
0: it's a very long it's scarf. It's
2: a very long scarf, and they make sure. That, to point out yes. how long
0: this scarf is.
2: Right before that, they show a bunch of the other performances. Right. And those were a lot of fun. There's
0: And they're really good.
2: You had the Running with the Wolves which was like the metal band with like oh, the yeah. crazy elaborate masks that made them look like, like
0: goblins or something. Yeah, something, something like you know? that.
2: So that one was a lot of fun. They have a uh, Blame It on the Full Moon, Hit My Itch is Johnny John John from <laughs> oh, Sweden. Yeah. Uh Mika sings Masquerade. And no, Coolin' with the homies is Johnny John John. But either way, the those are a lot of fun Mm because yeah like we said i think they're real performers who are famous for being on eurovision so that part's really cool to get to see those performances and they're very elaborate and the pyrotechnics and stuff like that then they're up and sigrid comes out she's on stage alone which maybe gets you nervous that where is where is lars and so she starts singing, and then Lars comes in with his part, and he's on a giant hamster wheel that he's running in that's lowering from the ceiling. <laughs> and so he's in that. Uh, they continue to perform.
1: Does that make sense in the context of their song?
0: Uh, no. And also to <laughs> yeah. point out, he's wearing a just a silver puffer vest yeah. with nothing under it. <laughs> and pants, like silver pants. Okay. Like He looks like... A weird statue or something. Like a weird Ken doll. I don't yeah. know. It just was bizarre. But like, very on brand.
2: Yeah. Kind of like how uh, an astronaut would dress yeah. if he was going skiing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that how it's described?
2: I, they don't describe oh, no, it. You're... Just... So he's he's in that. They keep singing. It's actually going pretty well. Graham Norton is commentating it. Mm-hmm.
1: I did see that and was like, oh, Graham Norton's in this? Yeah, That's yeah.
2: cool. He's funny. That's the the song competition's kind of give you a like pitch perfect feel. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen those but it's mm-hmm. like that cuz he's throwing in little quips and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and they keep performing and it's it's actually going I think Graham Norton says well, this is fantastic. Well, they yeah. thought
0: this would be just garbage. Yeah, yeah.
2: cuz Alex says to them before before they go he's like you guys won't get to any points. It's it's nothing. He's just being he's really being mean to right. them right, right before they perform. Performances go on, it's going well. And then the hamster wheel, he gets back in it, and he's running in it, and it is turned to where it's, like, facing, like, the, the wheel part is facing the crowd. And you see her scarf.
1: Oh, no. Start
2: to drag. Yeah. starts to get closer, and even Graham Norton's like, oh, oh, the scarf, the scarf. And her scarf gets into the wheel, pulls her back. So she's, like, got this scarf wrapped around her neck. She's and choking. She's choking. <laughs> And uh, it gets so intertwined in the wheel that the wheel breaks off of its base and just starts rolling down the stage. Into towards... the audience. Yeah. So they do that and they they both get pulled because she's still got the scarf on. So they're mm-hmm. both in the audience and then they get up and they're kind of out of it. But the song is still playing. Right. So they go, oh, well, let's finish our song. Yeah. So they stand up and they finish their they song. Can,
0: they finished strong.
2: And then it's just silent. There's one guy who laughs. Yeah, that's the only thing you hear. But no the,
0: applause. Yeah. So
2: they both run off, totally embarrassed and everything. Then it holds on the crowd for just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And the crowd was just in shock. Yeah. Then they actually start clapping. They you know, I think the you know, you're supposed to think them finishing the the song was something that really endeared
0: mm-hmm. them to the
2: crowd. Yeah. So the crowd actually does go wild, but they don't hear any of that. Then they they get into a big argument in the lobby and Lars is Lars wants to leave. She's she like, to I'm going stay. back
0: to Iceland. I'm yeah. out of here.
2: She's like, I'm an artist. I'm going to go back into that artist green room and be with my fellow artists. Even if we get zero points, this is what we came here to do. And Lars is like, this is stupid. This is terrible. And so he leaves. Uh, then she goes back into the green room. Alex is there to try to comfort her. Uh, There's actually a moment in the movie where, like, it reminds me of, like, Adam Sandler movies, how they, like, try to, like, Put heart into their movies Mm -hmm. and it's like so fake and not uh not authentic yeah shoehorned in but this actually i think works it
0: felt really and
2: maybe it's because rachel mcadams is just such a good actress such a
0: good actress yeah
2: that's part of it but you feel you actually feel for her in this moment and all the other artists are you know nobody's like laughing at her or anything they're just
0: silent in shock
2: so then the votes start to come in, and they start to give out the votes, and the second country gives their, oh, the first country I think it gives out votes is Iceland. And the guy's like, we're so sorry, we'll do, we'll send, we'll
0: send a, someone better next year. It goes,
2: just anybody. yeah." <laughs> but as the votes start to go, Iceland actually starts getting some of the votes. Each country has they eight, give eight, 10, and 12 yeah, points. points to
0: give out, and they can't give them to their own country.
2: Mm-hmm. So they roll in, they get an eight, they get a 10, and It was all these countries go on. So then they're actually, they're in like fifth or sixth at the end of that. Yeah. And then there's like a, I didn't understand what then the next voting is. Now it's like the, just the straight popular vote. Then there's vote. a
0: popular vote. Yeah. And that's like how they tell who gets through to the finals.
2: And they get just enough. They're the 10th and final yeah, that they're one like, into the finals. Yeah, Gotcha. And, and,
0: and C- Sigurd's in shock. I yeah. mean, she and, can't believe it.
2: Yeah, and they show her and she's like tearing up and she's crying. And, she, you know, that's the big story of the night. And Lars is walking through the airport.
1: And I was going to say, presumably then they have to perform one
2: more time. Yes. Exactly. And he's not there. He's got these huge headphones on and these big sunglasses that are also like metallic. And,
0: and his metallic vest still on. And he's walking
2: by the airport. All the terminal TVs are on this channel. And so he's walking not paying attention and she's and on screen crying. crying. Yeah. yeah. So you get that shot, and then he flies back to Iceland and the next morning is just like, I'm a fisherman now. Just goes He's on his, his fishing
0: boat with his dad. Yeah.
2: And it's not going well. He's no. like, oh, they smell and they're like, You're not gonna be a fisher if you don't yeah. you can't stand the smell of fish.
0: And he's like, I need to where's the exit on this boat? <laughs> like, clearly didn't understand it's the concept boat. there of no exit. boats. <laughs> um, and somehow he got into a tussle with his dad. Then, who was he? And he was like, "You've never been proud of me," and blah blah blah. And it, in a surprising moment, Pierce Brosnan was like, "No, actually, I was so proud of you last night when you you showed the Viking spirit and you got back up and finished." Yeah. And talked about how it's clear that you know secrets in love with him and they're meant to be together and he needs to go fight for his woman. And then this random fisherman's like, "Yeah, you guys know you're in the finals, right?" and both Will Ferrell and Pierce Brosnan are like no like why didn't you tell us very uh, yeah
2: <laughs> so then will ferrell jumps off the boat into what has to be freezing cold uh, yeah. water and swims all the way back to shore and then dun dun the true villain of the movie is mm. revealed as the banker is driving along and he he he's like what are you doing here did you
0: notice he picked him up in a volvo
2: i know i didn't
0: which Goes back to Will Ferrell comparing his penis to a Volvo. Oh, doesn't turn heads, but is reliable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, he, he picks up in his Volvo and he's like, can you take me to the airport? I have to get back to Scotland to perform tonight. And the guy's like, sure, I can do that. But he doesn't want to do that. So they stop by the elves' house. He goes, Secret would want me to do this. So Will Ferrell gives some whiskey and some bread to the elves and says, please help us with with our contest tonight with our performance mm-hmm. and you know he's like i don't really believe in you guys but Sigrid really believes so i'm doing this for her and then he then he walks back down from there and the banker guy tries to he just has like a metal a wire oh yeah like a, a wire in his keys that like it coils up yeah. and he pulls it out and he starts choking will ferrell and <laughs> what does will ferrell say he's choking him and he says something that's like a compliment He's like, oh, he's like, you guys, we can't have you win. You would bankrupt the country. Wilfer goes, you really think we could win? Yeah. <laughs> While he's being choked to death. And then all of a sudden he stops choking him and he falls to the banker does. He falls to the ground and he's cold dead. And there's a little knife.
0: In his back. In his
2: back. And Wilfred will turns around and looks at the elf houses and the door just goes <laughs> and just shuts. And that's it. That's all you get of the elves. Yeah. Uh, as far as them actually doing anything. So I guess they're real, but they don't ever show them. They don't go that far. They just, and they're real and they're murderous. <laughs> yes. They are. And that's why he was like,
0: we better get out of here. So the elves can continue with more murders yeah, or whatever. Like, you I'll do. I'll leave your
2: knife right here yeah. in case you need to murder <laughs> anybody else, and... <laughs> which is going to get him in trouble. His fingerprints are going to be on that. Knife. I was they're thinking that find... too. Yeah. He t- Cause he takes the knife out of the back, which is a terrible decision. And then he presumably stole the car. To yeah. get to the airport, like it's not good for Will Ferrell.
0: We've been watching too much Forensic Files, so in my mind—that's where it went immediately. I was like, "Oh, he's going to be totally implicated in this murder." <laughs> so, and
1: and of course, he's going to say, "No, the elves did it." Yeah, right. The <laughs> Although elves, in Iceland, that might be a good. It might with fifty
0: yeah. percent of the population that would go over. But um, so he gets back, gets to the airport, and I think this is one of this was one of my favorite scenes where all of the the odes to how awful Americans are.
2: <laughs> yeah. So this group of Americans that had a running joke that they're just awful. He had run into them at the fountain.
0: Study abroad college students. Yeah, they're
2: all and they're all wearing So the worst kind. Yeah, exactly. They're all wearing Arizona State, Yukon, yeah. whatever. It is. They're all wearing their college hoodie. Mm-hmm. And he's like he's like "Europe isn't just your playground to come study abroad and do whatever you want." He's like "It's a real place." And he's just yelling at them and then he's like "Go go get Starbucks." And the girl's like whoa, where's Starbucks?" And he's like anywhere just find it and they're like is he trying to help
0: <laughs> he was talking wilfer was talking to his reflection in a fountain and his reflection was a different person and essentially different,
2: like consciousness
0: yeah and so he th- the consciousness is like telling him like tell them go to starbucks they love starbucks but
2: yeah. but, but his insults just aren't quite landing so then when he gets back to scotland to perform in the finals the airport is just practically vacant there's nothing around there's no cabs and he asks, like, the attendant that's there, and he's like, where are all the cars? And they're like, they're all watching Eurovision. Like, And then one car starts coming down, it's like a green Mini Cooper. Yeah. And it's, the four Americans are in there, and he's like, oh, Americans, Americans. He's, he's what is He says, like, a bunch of cliche Americans. Like, American. bro,
0: like, let me in, and yeah. just forces himself into the <laughs> he car. Goes, he goes,
2: Jamba Juice, and then yeah. gets in the car. <laughs> so then he gets in the car, and he's like, take us to... Take us to the Eurovision Song Contest. And they're like, where's that? And he's like, it's in this part of town. So then they go and they're driving. And the guy's like, I can't go any faster. And he's like, what about the speed limit? And then he goes, there is no speed limit in all of Europe. You can go as fast as you want. Is that true? I don't know. No, no okay. it's definitely no, there's, not true. There's, this,
1: there's one highway in Germany where, yeah. no, in fact, in Europe, the the speeding tickets are like many Tens of thousands okay. of yeah.
2: dollars. I wasn't no, sure. I think if he like, was making an Audubon joke. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, if that was like, if there just was like less strict because no.
1: the roads no, are so smaller. No, it's actually more Way. strict. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> which so. is why I thought that was even funnier. <laughs> yeah,
1: time yeah. out when we went to Iceland, I, we were mortified of getting
2: a speeding ticket. they like yeah. a like,
0: thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, many
2: thousands of dollars. So, yeah, he, he, so he just lies <laughs> to this American. Yeah,
0: so he's like trick driving. Yeah. through Edinburgh.
2: And the girls in the backseat are freaking out, and he's in there like bouncing along to each side and he's just like shut up we'll throw you out at the next turn if you don't just let him drive also
1: i i can em- envision will farrell a large man in a mini cooper yeah. with these I, two college he's in the middle seat. He's I, like- i've been i've been in a mini cooper with my knees and my chest
2: <laughs> to know that there's not a lot of not a lot of space in there so they get him there he, they're like is it this and he's like the building that's lit up and says eurovision <laughs> yes so they they get him there and he runs in to perform and he attacks Alex, the Russian, and he starts he starts punching him and Alex is like, Oh, you're so weak, it doesn't hurt him at all. He's like, This is almost relaxing.
0: So he gives him a massage. Oh, and then I think we forgot to mention, and then the ghost of
2: oh, Yeah. Katiana.
0: Katiana, Demi played by Demi Lovato appears. And when I say ghost, I mean like maimed, half burning, <laughs> missing limbs. Yeah, she's still from on the fire. Boat accident. <laughs> Um, uh,
2: this is the second time he sees her. The first yeah. time she warns him that something is afoot yeah. that he shouldn't be trusting people. Which she's talking about the banker because she knows that the explosion was there was foul play there. Right, and then she this time she sees him and she's like, "He's going to try to kill you." And blah, and he's like,
0: like he killed all of us. He's
2: like. Are you, are, you, are you even using your ghost powers? He died earlier this morning. Yeah. <laughs> and he already
0: tried to kill me.
2: And then she's like, oh, okay. And she just disappears. And so there's just two instances of him seeing a ghost. Yeah. So then he attacks Alex. Alex does the thing where he talks about how you can't give her anything. You know, is that right after his performance? Because yeah, the... Alex car, had
0: just performed it. The I car think, scene
2: yeah. is intercut with, with him, him performing. Oh, and
0: the Lion, Lion of, love of Love song. That's Alex's song. It's actually quite catchy. It's
2: it's good. It's the, the performance on stage is but oh, <laughs> kind of homoerotic. Oh, very homoerotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and he's got that super deep voice that he's doing it with.
0: Oh, and that was so Rachel McAdams got on stage right after him but when they were like crossing paths when he came off stage Mm -hmm. and she noticed because he was like winking at a bunch of men (laughs) so she asked she's like are you gay? And he's like no, we don't there are no homosexuals in <laughs> Russia. And she goes, "Is that even statistically possible?"
2: He's like there are none.
0: There are none. She's like even by? He's like, "Nope, nope. I he him pronouns. He him."
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like he's just denying it, denying it, but it's especially once you see his full performance. Yeah, and it, the
0: the deep V and yeah. the chains. It's all, just All
2: of his dancers are shirtless men. There are no female backup dancers. Stroking
0: him. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And He's the line of love.
0: He is the line of love.
2: So, Sigrid goes out there to perform on her by herself, uh, even though it's a duet and she can't change the song.
0: Cannot change double trouble. <laughs> um,
2: but she, but then Lars goes out there and she's starting and he goes, stop the music, stop the music and he gets him to stop and he's like, just just sing your other song, Sigrid, the, the one you wrote and she had told him right before he left the first time that she actually wrote that song for him and that was part of their big blow-up fight. So yeah. She, she performs it, and it it gave me Talladega Night callback there because it, the song is great, and it's like clearly maybe could be the winner. Mm-hmm. Except um, it breaks the rules. It breaks the rules, so that's <laughs> yeah. what Graham Norton says. He's like, they'll be disqualified, but this is this is great. Yeah. And that reminds at the end of Talladega Nights when him and Jean Girard both run, they get out of their NASCAR yeah. cars, and they run to the final one, and they jump, and, and they're like, this is exhilarating, but it in no way will count. Right. <laughs> yeah so it's like that but this song's really good uh, whoever the singer is that like does the tracks for Rachel McAdams yeah. is clearly very talented so
0: they blended her voice with Rachel McAdams okay. and I'm blanking on her name it starts with an M um, but because I was reading because that was, that was my takeaway point I was like wow Rachel McAdams can really sing and Daniel said oh yeah she's done a number of
1: well she can right. I think they just you know needed to, to but beef she, up
0: she took like six months of vocal lessons yeah. just for this movie
1: and but M- Molly Sanden okay. is the the singer who like doubles Rachel McAdams's that voice. That
2: final note has to be mostly Molly yep. where she uh, like hits yeah. that like whistle tone. What do they
0: call it the
2: her spirit note?
0: There's like an Icelandic <laughs> name for it like the something note. Yeah.
2: And in that song she starts singing in Icelandic and that's like a big not no no it's not a you rule. just sing
0: in English I thought, right?
2: I don't know if you have to sing in English. I think it just makes it more accessible because Gotcha. People throughout Europe are more likely to know English right, than they it's a are. Right, the common Icelandic. language. Right, true. Yeah. Uh, so, but she has some Icelandic and the, the, all the people in the town are super proud that she's singing in Icelandic well
1: that's kind of a big deal in Iceland that like the they all speak English very well but like the preservation of the Icelandic language yeah. because it is again it formed on this secluded island and so mm-hmm. it's untouched compared to a lot of yeah and almost nobody
2: outside of Iceland probably knows it right
1: because it's you know it's like, it's very unique it's very much like old English but that's neither here nor there
2: yeah so yeah. The, that song's great so that's uh, add that to the list of Another great song in Mm -hmm, this movie, mm -hmm. and they're disqualified. They don't even go over who wins. It's presumed that it's Alex. He has been the he's been favorite the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll still win. But that was great, guys. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they finally kiss. Yep, on stage in front of the whole audience, in front of the world, Mm -hmm. and then they
2: go back to their hometown, which is what the song is about. Her hometown and Lars. It's like about. She says, like, it was always there. We just didn't see it. It's you know, it's very clear what it's about but then they go back to their hometown and they they don't really pursue being bigger stars no. or anything they just they went to eurovision they they got to perform in it and that was their dream and now they settle down uh, will ferrell has a baby
0: yeah he's oh. wearing a baby bjorn with like the big headphones yeah. on hmm.
2: so presumably that's their child and then they're performing a like wedding reception for pierce brosnan and Sigrid's mom mother.
0: so now they are, they are
2: siblings. Siblings. now they are yeah uh and then they're like, "Do you guys want to hear our Eurovision content, our Eurovision song?" Uh, and then the guy's like, "No, play Yaya Ding Dong." And the whole crowd's like, "Yeah, play Yaya." So they
0: so we get to hear it again.
2: We get to hear Yaya Ding Dong Thank one more goodness. time, and Finn. The yeah. end. All right, so so
1: what convinced like why why is this a thing that people or me need <laughs> to go out and see? What are the high points to you? Obviously, we got the synopsis, but like sell it
0: for me. It. I wanted to watch it because I have always loved Will Ferrell and his movies, and I loved him on SNL. I fell in love with Iceland when we traveled there, so i try and watch as many Iceland-themed things as possible. Which are
1: few and far between. Which are few and far in
0: between. And I just thought... I I liked Pitch Perfect. It kind of had that vibe to it. But I think what I took away from the movie was it was funny... But also, it I wasn't expecting it to be so heartfelt. Like, yeah. I teared up a little at the mm-hmm. end when she was singing the final song. And
2: and when she goes back into the green room, those yeah, two parts. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I think, uh, especially with, I mean, let's, let's beat a dead horse, how awful the world is right now. It was really nice just watching something that didn't, it was new, but it didn't acknowledge any of that stuff, and it just made me feel good. It was yeah. just a feel-good movie. A I laughed, I cried a little bit. It was just it was fun.
2: It the and to add to that one of the things I really appreciated about it is Will Ferrell seems to be somebody who actually does revere the Eurovision yeah. Song Contest. I think he's one of the main backers, producers of why this movie got made and they don't make fun of the no. the, the jokes are all at the expense really of alex lars and secret the performers
1: yeah. not necessarily the like this concept
2: yeah and not the real not the people who are actual eurovision Got participants it. things right. like that so and they do a really good job with that and so it's almost you know it's not educational but it does open up this thing that's huge that most americans i don't think really pay attention to or know much about yeah. sure
0: oh and i also liked that the americans were in the bar at the end of the movie <laughs> in the back of the bar and will Ferrell was just like. Leave, Like, oh, because he told them before, never come to Iceland. We don't want you there. And they're just back there drinking beer, having a good time. And he's like, leave. And then makes a lot of off-color jokes. And they're like,
2: yeah, cheers to you, man. And he's like, no, seriously, I don't want you here.
0: Yeah, like, go get your Jamba juice. And then he he says, go get your opiates.
2: (laughs) That one, yeah. Which was
0: very off-color. Yeah, but it was, yeah. So he made a lot of jabs at them, but...
1: do you feel like Do you feel like this movie is typical of a Will Ferrell comedy? Because because we talked it, a little bit before recording, like especially in the last several years, a lot of his stuff has been hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> do you think this is an improvement on that,
2: or you know? it's definitely an improvement on his more recent stuff like Holmes mm-hmm. and Watson and like the house with yeah. him and is that Amy Poehler? Or they opened up like a casino in their house to pay for their daughter. Those movies aren't very good. Uh, it's not to the levels of absurdity that like the Adam McKay ones are, like Step yeah. Brothers and old school oh, stuff. That step that group of people.
1: Because you you mentioned like some comparisons to Talladega Nights. I definitely got some Blades of Glory vibes. Yeah. yeah. Kind of the way you were describing it. It almost
2: has the tone of Elf, too. It's not Christmassy, but because he plays like a naive character who just wants to do something greater. He has problems with his father, Mm -hmm. which is the same, you know, in both of those movies. So it's not a Christmas movie at all, but it had the that's kind of the feeling I get, which Elf is. One of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Gotcha. It's one of
0: Daniel's least favorite, but I agree, it's one <laughs> yeah, of my favorite. If I'm
1: being honest, none of the things you're saying are selling me on it. <laughs> well, it, it but it, I, I, mean, I would say
0: the take-home points are: if you want to see the beautiful scenery of Iceland and Scotland, mm-hmm. and you love music, does yeah, Piers like Brosnan music.
1: do any singing? Because I had he I was doesn't, thinking,
0: but Mamma Mia, well, ooh, I was, was thinking, so. well,
1: that wasn't all him and either.
0: He a snack. Mm. I
1: was thinking about that, like because you brought up. ABBA and then mm-hmm. like B- Pierce Brosnan it was in Mamma Mia and kind of played maybe not the, uh, that character but like a fatherly type character yeah. that's right. like kind of isn't the deal in, in Mamma Mia that he kind of sleeps around he may or may not be the father right, of there somebody potential
0: fathers but we're not rehashing Mamma Mia no I right? know I just
1: got I just thought of like it's funny that he got picked for and I read an yeah. AP interview with him about how much he loves Eurovision and like how how meaningful it was to him mm-hmm. that it was like filmed a lot of the things were filmed on location. Yeah. Yeah, so.
2: Yeah, and uh, he doesn't do any... A little bit with Yaya Ding Dong, he sings along with the crowd a little bit. Yeah. That's the only... That's the closest you get to Pierce Brosnan singing. But yeah, like she mentioned with the music, if you like music, you're going to enjoy this movie. Mm -hmm. The songs are all of pretty much every song they play is a lot of fun the only one that's like full-on joke like i said is that 21st century viking during the iceland performances yeah because like, it's just big it, it, the joke is that he's like this big guy with a huge beard and he's he's got like black leather kind of stuff on and then he starts singing and he's just like total high pitch like like, like like ultra tenor yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like that's the only song that's like a full-on joke i guess yeah yeah ding dong but but that one's not. Yaya Ding Dong's fun. I want to play that at my wedding. I, you should. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> I'm to. I'm
0: going to drink at your wedding to that song. <laughs> Just start. You, play Yaya Ding Dong. Yeah. <laughs> so you have to. Okay. that You have to watch the movie so you can appreciate Yaya Ding Dong in preparation for Mark and Jen's wedding. And oh. it's not.
2: All right. It's not a Will Ferrell movie.
0: No. I, I think that Rachel McAdam, I thought her acting was incredible, mm. her singing was great. I, I would watch it for her well if it's if not anything. a Will
1: Ferrell movie he I mean he kind of takes sense back to yeah. then maybe the... then maybe I'll give it a chance sorry wow. for all I'm sure that I I know I'm gonna get a lot of hate for not liking Will Ferrell especially for not liking Elf because I know every, <laughs> for some reason everyone loves Elf and that movie just it just annoys me it grates on me in a way that I don't find it charming or I nice Elf. I mean it's okay
2: Elf's got a lot of details to it actually because I've seen it many times and one of my favorite things that i didn't notice until like probably after like watching it you know almost every year for yeah. like 10 years when he goes on the date not that we're rehashing this movie but i just love this detail he goes on the date with uh zoe de chanel mm-hmm. and he comes in i'm in love i'm in love and i don't care who knows it and his his dad plays by james con james con is like yelling at him and he's wearing a tie because he thinks he should but it's not tied right it's just wrapped around a bunch until it like was finally knotted enough that it just can hang yeah and i always thought that detail so there's there are layers to elf daniel
0: yeah well it's a it's a it's like a daddy issue kind of movie i mean the psychiatrist in me is showing there's a lot of you know trying to find his birth father and and where is his identity because he doesn't fit in but we're not rehashing Mm -hmm. this movie so i will stop but yeah, yeah.
1: we can save that for another time. Maybe <laughs> you can convince me on the virtues of Elf some other time. But
0: save it for December.
1: All right. I'll watch Eurovision. <laughs> God, don't
0: you're going to really enjoy it. And you're
1: okay. going to get the song stuck in your head. And
0: I'm excited to watch it with you. And
1: I'll take to I'll take to Twitter and let people know what I think. Uh, so speaking of Twitter, if you're out there, if you have opinions on what we talked about today, we do like to know them. Whether, they're, whether you agree with uh, Mark and Laura or whether you agree with me, let us know. You can find us on Twitter at NerdAssoc, that's N-E-R-D underscore A-S-S-O-C. You can also email us if you want to suggest a topic or maybe, uh, you know, give us some feedback. Maybe you want to be one of our nerds. Uh, you can email us at NerdAssoc at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. Let us know what you think and uh, give us some ideas for the future. We have some things lined up, but uh, always like to get some fan feedback. One last time, I want to give a special thanks to my wife, our guest, Dr. Laura Barnett. Thank you for coming on and sharing your expertise. Just Laura.
0: It's just Laura. Thank
1: you,
2: Dr. Laura. Oh.
0: Thank you, Dr.
1: Laura. Lo- You're Dr. Laura on the radio. I All your know. dad's dreams are coming true. I
0: don't know about that, but sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week.